What we got if we don't got What we got if we don't got What we got if we don't got This is Testimony and Musician Story Presents Marriage, Part 1, featuring BJ Thompson and special guest Hillary Jane. Yeah, I messed up, but you hurt me. Blew it like it's your birthday. And you love it, baby, on Wednesday. But I make you sick on Thursday. And I know I'm wrong. And you shut down and I touch down. Like, what now? Why are we going through all this? Why things gotta be rough now? But you had so many breakups. You can't believe. You go and break my heart that I forgive and I leave. Don't define you by your faults. Ain't gonna push your buttons either. Every day we starting fresh. This is how it's supposed to be. Never try to take advantage. You respect me as a man. But every once in a while, you get the Popping off and say stuff you shouldn't be saying But I'm with you, I ain't playing If it's thick or if it's thin Both the times and your figure, girl This is who I am I love you, baby, that's real talk And this life you live is a real walk I ain't going nowhere, tell your girlfriends That it's still alone I love you, baby, that's real talk This life you live is a real walk I ain't going nowhere, tell your friends That it's on In America, we live in a culture Where roughly 50% of marriages end in divorce Why do most marriages end in infidelity or irreconcilable differences? Really? Is that just another way of saying they was just getting on my nerves? Or I made a big mistake? And why is the term we grew apart commonly used? Surely there have been marriages that have survived infidelity or difference in character and personality changes or or even just straight annoyance. As a single woman in her early 30s, I've asked myself, how do some marriages survive? What makes a quote-unquote successful marriage survive? Fortunately, I was able to speak with some people who have made answering these type of questions their ministry. Welcome to Testimony and Musician Story Presents Marriage, a two-part series featuring Build a Better Us co-founder B.J. Thompson, Ishan Burgundy and his wife Zara, and a special guest appearance by Hillary Jane. Being that we here at Testimony Musician Story are Christian hip-hop enthusiasts, songs featured in this episode will be songs dealing with relationships by CHH artists. For a complete track listing, visit TestimonyStories.com. Let's meet BJ Thompson and find out his association with CHH before we dive in to the marriage topic. So my involvement in that world was a part of the formation of a record label called Leech Records. I remember coming into this communal kind of context, being very excited about wanting to see change happen. And one thing that really um, drew me in was this intriguing culture um, of faith community that had a blend of hip-hop. Um, young people, but just kind of this passion and zeal to want to see the world change. And um, that connected with a small group organization called Impact, which is an on-campus faith-based organization serving college students. Well, linked up with, um, there's a guy, you may have heard of him, his name is Chobarata. And 
with a relationship with him early on. Um, there's another guy named Tadashi. You go early on with him um, as a young college student. And then started working um, at a juvenile facility um, with a guy named Lecrae. And I would speak and he would rap. And, um, you know, we would just do that on a consistent basis, serving and learning and growing and, um, from, you know, the people that we were there to, to empower. And one day we looked up and we watched it take off to what's called the unashamed movement. So, yeah, so that's kind of my introduction to even just that world. But some of my earliest memories of people um, in that movement, people like the cross movement and kind of what they were doing, um, who were really a catalyst for a lot of the music and a lot of the things that were occurring. In a lot of ways, we were just young college students trying to be faithful with the little that we had. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's David. I mean, it's, it's the, the, the young boy at Jesus' miracle, and all he has is some fish and some loaves. And so, no, man, we just had a great time, you know, learning with each other, growing and serving in different contexts. I don't think any of us could have anticipated that relationship or those relationships spawning into this larger movement or helping us be a part of this larger movement called the 116 Movement. BJ's contribution to CHH didn't come in a form of rhymes, but rather building some of these young men up who now have a platform of their own. If you are a listener of this podcast, Testimony, a Musician Story, then you would have heard BJ's name mentioned in episodes featuring Derek Minor, Chad Jones, Cannon, and Show Baraka. So, what exactly is BJ's testimony? And how does the University of North Texas play a part in it? So, I came to college as a young man, wondering, trying to figure it out, and trying to learn what life was about, and made a ton of mistakes early on. I remember some of the earlier relationships and friendships and things that I was involved in. And I just began to just kind of question my purpose. Like, what am I doing with my life? Um, you know, who am I? Where am I? Where am I going right now? You know, it was a journey because it was one of those things for the first time in my life, I couldn't blame anyone else for my failure. Um, and so that, that's probably the funniest part about college is that for the first time you're actually on your own and, and it's very clear that the things that you're involved in are a thing that you show to be involved in. And so I'm just kind of going through the campus, trying to figure out who I am and what that means and what does that look like. And, man, I just remember the, the, the circumstances um, around my life just began to crumble. Um, found a lot of security in, you know, how I could control my world. And I remember one day, there's just a very um, dramatic series of events. And I just, it became very clear that I did not control my world and that within a fraction of a hair, even less, everything about what I thought I had created could be changed or lost. And so sort of set me on a real journey, just searching, looking for hope, looking for life, looking for something that couldn't be stolen or something that couldn't be eaten up by mom. And that's when I began to hear um, almost you know, audibly, um, God calling me to himself in a way that was very dramatic. So, yeah, that's how I came to know, came to the faith. I kind of had this this moment where I just heard um, Emily, not necessarily audibly, um, but it may as well have been very clear. I could just hear, come, you give me your life. 
And I knew that that's the thing that I had honestly been avoiding um, on my journey to try to create, you know, healthy life in my world. One of the things that, that happened immediately, I had this brand new desire man, to love God. Uh, it, was very, it was very awkward at first, very strange at first. Um, it was refreshing, but, but it was just so new. Um, I had a, a, a desire and passion to share his word with others and talk to talk to people about, you know, what's been done for me. Um, I hadn't had any formal training. So a lot of those earlier years, meeting people who I shared with early on, just excuse me, just, you know, just write it off to my, my zeal, my young zeal. But from the time that I, I heard that voice and really found myself surrendered to Mendes' new call, took me about three weeks. And I remember one day walking through campus, seeing like a brief flyer, and I walked into this room and there were people who looked like me. Um, they talked like me, um, but they weren't like that. They were, they actually loved Jesus and they were authentic and trying to really live it out. And that was very encouraging and also challenging. And to just see, man, um, you know, young 18 to 22 year olds really living out their faith, um, while not giving up their cultural authenticity. Um, was very, I mean, it was very intriguing to see, um, because I had never seen it prior to that time. So they got connected with those relationships and, you know, had really have never turned back since then. I mean, a lot of young leaders who are trying to get their big break and, you know, they want to replicate, you know, things that they admire and aspire to be. And my advice consistently to people who want to see significant change in the world is be faithful with the little that you have before you ask for more. And that's what I would say. Just you, you let God give the the outcome of what you're trying to create. Um, but just be faithful with the little. And you never know what he'll do with the little. in that small faith community and that the first few weeks you know really just admired her character and that was something that I knew if it wasn't her it was something that I definitely wanted in a woman um, unlike any time before so we dated for about a year and then we were engaged for about a year so on and off it took us about two or three years before we finally tied the knot so I was 20 and almost 21 at the time so we got married young, um, and this year we're celebrating 14 years of being married. BJ married rapper and schoolmate Sho Baraka's sister. He jokes that, for him, everything happened in college. He found Christ, he met his wife, he got married, he had kids, and started a career. That's a lot for a young adult couple. So, 
How did they handle it? You know, early on, we, we started out the relationship to passionate, zealous people, very excited about one another and believed whole, everything in our soul that this relationship was from God. And, um, you know, we had some really unhealthy um, uh, relationship prior to our relationship. And, you know, I've seen some, some, you know, healthy and unhealthy models of marriage and relationship. Um, and we just believe that because of our, you know, authentic zeal, um, passion and strong community and teaching that, you know what, all we needed to do was just to get married and whatever the gaps were emotionally, relationally, on the spiritual and on maturity, that marriage would ultimately fix that. And then we got, we said, I do and everything. <laughs> and then everything changed. It, was, it wasn't anything like what we thought it was. And so, you know, here we were, this young couple trying to figure out the relationship, and it all came crashing down at the moment of our actual marriage. And so she sent us in a real dark place and sent me to a really dark place where I wanted to see change in life and revival within our relationship, but didn't have any sense of, I didn't have the right type of information, mature information about actual marriage. We were um, in a young group of, of singles, um, and we were some of the few that were they were already married prior to anyone else who were one of the two or three couples that were already married. Um, so we didn't have any community. Um, we didn't have any role models of health. And then lastly, we didn't have um, anybody that we could reach out to and then they would reach back to us. And so we just stayed in a really unhealthy place uh, for about four years into our relationship. And we look like the great, you know, the cute girl and guy couple, um, oddly enough. But we were struggling really, really bad. So um, in 2005, you know, I just began to hear, you know, God just began to challenge me about being honest and having integrity and sharing not just who I was as an individual, um, but some of the real realities of where we were as a couple. Um, And I knew I needed to do that with other couples. And so started meeting with a group of couples and started sharing transparently for the first time in my life. And I watched God change us dramatically. Went from, you know, the kind of looked the part, cute guy, girl, to wrestling well um, despite our flaws and then also um, sharing that, that health with others. And so, yeah, so we started that in 08 and once we began to, you know, share the create that kind of norm of sharing transparently with the intention of growing more maturely, and we saw other couples begin to take off as well. And go, man, there's a trend here. There's a trend um, in this thing. So, then we're going to start an organization called Build a Better Us, um, which serves married, engaged, and dating couples um, so that they can have meaningful transformation within a relationship. Yeah! I'm from where they love women and love liquor. liquor. Where enough liquor, hey, you making love quicker. Now you waking up bitter. Uh, Hold up, two problems. And one is how I just use love while referring to a one-hitter. Uh, and two is how I said it like it's possible to love both the human and the beverage. Really? We downgrade love and abuse it every second because it sounds great, but now we use it as a weapon. Uh. 
Like homie, they got you up for something stupid Cause he hit you with that baby If you let me, you would do it Please. Now we got you bugging So you jumping up to prove it Cause you thought he was an angel But he's just another Cupid Fly, so you catching it The moment that he shoot it But he lies, so you blame love For what he was doing You can't blame love For the motive of a human God's love And it's only one Jehovah With the blueprint so you know, when you start looking at patterns and you look at relationships and look at healthy relationships, you know, one, you need to know what a healthy relationship is before you can have one. Um, I think there's an assumption about us is that we have this inward feeling of what we think health is. But we, we're not sure of it. It's almost like we, we live off the intuition of what we think we really want. And we um, use that intuition to almost describe what it actually is. When, when in reality, that's not what health is. Your intuition can be completely off as it relates to meaningful engagement with another person. Okay? And so, one, we had to begin to dispel some of the things that we had bought into via our intuition, maybe our past relationships, and get back to the real pattern of, you know, who really understands a man and woman and how they connect. And the consistent thing was our creator understands. Um, he definitely understands how to do this, and we need to go on a, a relearning of relationships. And so one thing that came out of that relearning was the revelation that at the center of every healthy relationship has to be Jesus and not your mate. And so it it really began to come into practice when we realized the, you know, the weight that, you know, couples were putting on their mates to be almost supernatural, you know, not mess up in a certain way, um, meet up to certain expectations all the time. And a lot of the couples that we were meeting with were building a joy around that, including ourselves. Um, I go, man, this can't be right. <laughs> this person isn't safe. This person isn't consistent enough to build your joy around them. Um, and so we started talking about, man, if there's a hero in all of this, it, if it's not, you know, myself, I'm um, pretty smart, pretty cool, um, but if I'm not the hero, and if it's not my wife who's very intuitive and very loving and very nurturing but still broken, then there's got to be another person. And we found out that the person who's a real hero um, in a, in a, within a relationship is Jesus, not the couple. Lock of love. Lock of love. Want to support Testimony and Musician Story? Here's how. We created a Patreon account that allows you to financially support us while receiving perks. One perk is our exclusive cuts. I have one to two hour long conversations with artists and cut it down to 15 minutes. So there is a lot of great content that I simply cannot fit into one episode. Our Patreon supporters will get those exclusives plus conversations with myself and partner in engineer Gary.
Visit TestimonyStories.com to find the Patreon link and support our ministry. They say be careful, look before you take the first step. Love is so dangerous, you don't want to have regrets. Jesus is the hero and not the individuals in the relationship, then does that mean that any two people with an understanding that they are not an Avenger or a Justice League member can make a marriage last? Singer-songwriter and newlywed Hillary Jane seems to believe so. I would say that sometimes I really feel like we overcomplicate it and we make up this big list And we're just like, he has to be or she has to be da-da-da-da-da and she can't have da-da-da-da-da. When really at the basis of it, I really do believe that any two people that have a high view of scripture can be married and work it out because you work everything according to scripture when you're in a Christian marriage. So I think just have really a basis checklist that's just like, do they really love Jesus? Do they bear fruit? Are they growing? And do our goals in life like match in any sense they don't even have to be like exact but if you can have those three things like you can make it work and I think sometimes we're like oh he's too short or he doesn't this or he doesn't have this much money and save like I don't know just any list and we make it hard on ourselves sometimes what are BJ's thoughts can a relationship work if both people are authentically you know converted or have a meaningful relationship with the Creator. Yeah, I, th- I think that anything can work through humility. I mean, you give me a relationship that can't last, where there's ongoing love, patience, and humility. You know, and so I don't know. If, I don't know if there's a relationship that can't last with that. You know, with those ingredients. Our issue is what Jesus said. He said the reason why there is divorce is because of heart apart. And so, when you think about any relationship that falls apart because one or two people in some way um, have, you know, gained or had a hard heart. And and it's created a disunity and a lack of oneness within the context of the relationship. So I would definitely agree with that. But I would also say, without the the, the, um, correct information of what a relationship actually is, I think that you can pragmatically go through the motions um, and look like you're in a good place, but you really won't know where a relationship is until you've actually gone through something. Because once you go through something with a person, you know, death, um, bankruptcy, you know, some people have had to deal with infidelity. People have to deal with, um, you know, delivering, you know, stillborn child, um, and just a lot of atrocities. It's not until you get into those situations that you actually know what the relationship is built up. So, yeah, you can pragmatically look like, you know, a relationship is good, but it is. It, it honestly is. It's the test of time that shows what it actually was. Yeah. 
I know that my arrogance gets in the way But really I'm scared and I'm anxious That's the least I can say I know I probably said a lot of things that I should never say My intentions was never to hurt you But now it's a little too late I'm trying to get better with talking I struggle with holding my frustrations Let it just build up in me Thinking you won't get me But I thank you for being patient I know for no enough you still chase me No matter what happened you still embrace me You amaze me No matter what happened you ain't give a bone me. you could've hated me I'm thankful, I'm grateful And I ain't really good at showing I'm thankful You probably notice I get mad at a lot that you do that I can't do Yeah, how can I run this without you beside me Your minutes I can't lose I was put here to break rules But me breaking your heart is an option I can't choose Trippin' to leave me whenever my prayer got the best of me Yeah, look at my pictures and notice beside me Yeah, you are the best of me Yeah, you never throw less of me Even when feeling no when God was testing me I owe you much more than the rest of me I give you my life till I rest in peace Rider yeah. that you are A rider, fight or flight you are Fighter, my, my little baby Time flies, ain't it crazy And nothing can prepare us for the fire so this year, one thing that we recognize is that everybody can't be in designated cities, um, part of our small groups. And so actually this year, we are working very diligently to expand our small group network so we can be in different, you know, secure places in the United States and around the world where there is a training leader, um, there is a uh, ongoing process, um, and there's access um, to those who you know, really accountable for helping care for and love on those leaders. And we want to be able to reach people in, in various cities and from various backgrounds uh, who can regularly just, you know, reflect on what's going on in their relationship, but also have fun, see change and growth in a way that lasts a generation at a time. And learning in a group is always important. Right? It's not it's not really anything that you learn just exclusively on your own that's mature. And so what we try to do is try to create a safe space for couples to get the right information, move out of isolation to inclusion, have somebody that they can build meaningful relationships with to create some sense of support, and then lastly, um, give them a place where they can see other people wrestling in a different situation, maybe unlike theirs, to gain some tools, some real-time tools, and help and care. And so once you have that, those other people in your life, even if they're not fully, you know, the same page as you, you know, gift-wise or ambition-wise, just being able to see other people attempt the same thing that you're involved in is a strong form of encouragement and insight and wisdom. So I think it's extremely important to have other people who you can look to and figure it out in real time.
Thank you for listening to part one of Testimony and Musician Story Presents Marriage. Be sure to look out for part two featuring rapper Ishan Burgundy and his multi-talented wife, Zara. For more information about BJ Thompson's Build a Better Us, visit buildabetterus.com. Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music. <laughs>